0: AAT Bird's Weekly Report is the Eagle News. Notes and analysis you need.
1: For the end of interceptment, interceptor! the 20, the 10, the 5,
0: Hot <laughs> oh. four! He steps up, he's hit, and falls forward, and he fumbles the football and the Eagles have it! It's <laughs>
1: And the Eagles win! It's all birds, all the time. Oh, about the Eagles! And welcome to another edition of the AAT Birds Weekly Report. Uh, Chip is a stand in tonight, uh, with his mug, uh, but uh, <laughs> we're gonna be talking. The Eagles are off the bye, the bye, thank is god, no longer. Uh, feels like forever since there's Eagles football. Um, I don't and know we still you know. have until Monday night, that's the worst yeah, part. It, that is the worst part, but again, they do play Monday night against the Kansas City Chiefs at Arrowhead, so it is a very tough matchup. with... Uh, one of the best teams in the AFC, so it's going to be a great. It's a rematch of the Super Bowl, uh, but of course, not really much into it in terms of the game aspect of if you win. You know, Bring it, on. it is what it is. But Eagles are eight and one. It is seven against the seven and two Chiefs, so it's going to be fun. Of course, you're going to hear all the Taylor Swift stuff. Uh, I'm not about this. We'll make this agreement. I'm not going to get into it. But the only thing I will say is. If she wears chief stuff and roots for the chiefs, she's no longer an Eagles fan. Uh, I'm going to have to
0: agree with you. And I don't want to spend too much time talking about that either, but at the same time changing everything for a man, let's not do that. Not
1: <clears> yes, I agree. So there's, there's our little take on that whole, uh, um, you know that
0: certain radio stations for 48 hours before the game are not going to play a single T swizzle song in Philadelphia.
1: Interesting. But, uh, all right, that's all know, the T Swizzle talk. Listen, it did. Oh, and apparently the
0: parents are going to meet this weekend too.
1: Yeah, that's okay. all the T Swizzle talk. Okay, enough. I kind of wish Bauer was on because Me him too. and I were going back and forth. He was getting a little uh, annoyed with everything, but unfortunately, he is uh, celebrating his anniversary. So, uh, you know, who's going to have an anniversary soon? Who is that? Not
0: T Swizzle and Travis Kelsey. They've been dating for like oh, five minutes.
1: <laughs> okay, we're going to talk, not talk about that anymore. Let's talk about the Eagles. We're going to bring up, of course, the upcoming matchup. We're going to bring up the roster moves, a couple of stuff going on, a couple of things going on. The Eagles also um, have some decisions to make down the line as well. So we'll we'll get into all that. Uh, it's going to be fun. We'll get our predictions. We'll get our Yuleka locks. We'll get all that in. And, and just,
0: just like stuff. the NFL in general, like so much weird crap happened over the bye week.
1: It seems like it's every week something weird. I, I know, but like I'm thinking of like the
0: Cleveland Browns and Deshaun Watson, the most overpaid player in the history of the NFL, played with a broken shoulder. And then you look at Aaron Rodgers and he might be coming back after a torn Achilles. And did he really tear his Achilles? Who we don't know. And the fact that the Minnesota Vikings are looking like a better team without Justin Jefferson and with Josh Dobbs as the quarter. I mean, it is just the hot mess express out here.
1: And there is. There, there's a lot of stuff going on. The Giants are an absolute <clears throat> dumpster fire. You have you know, Sam Howell looking, leads the, leads the, lead the NFL in passing. There's a lot of weird stuff going on. But let's go bring it back to the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. A big game coming up here. This is the Eagles' start of their gauntlet, I guess you want to call it. I, I guess it, is. it did start the week before the bye when you played the Dallas Cowboys and you won that game. But again, this is this stretch. And again, I don't think it looks as daunting as it did in the beginning of the season. You have the Buffalo Bills who are 5-5 five and five and struggling. They just fired their offensive coordinator, Ken Dorsey. So you yeah, have a lot again, going on there. Weird. Yeah, and – Adam, know, Adam, great comment team.
0: here. CJ Stroud, who's trying to put a name in the mm-hmm. running for not only offensive rookie of the year, but possibly the MVP.
1: Yeah, I think it's a little early. Uh, I do too, that. but again. Um, Let's says he's having a, a heck of a season. That is who the Panthers should have drafted with the – 100%. Pick. But again, that is – that's not my decision. That was their decision. So his work here. Exactly. So then they have the San Francisco 49ers and then you were at Dallas and at Seattle. So there is a tough stretch here coming up. All starts off with the Kansas city chiefs. And listen, this is not the same chiefs team that you saw in the super bowl. This chiefs team, their defense is a lot better than it was in that super bowl. They have matured. They have some young guys. That's really stepped up. Spagnolo's done a really good job with them. Uh, of course their offense has struggled only averaging 23 points per game. So, The offense has struggled a little bit for them, but their defense has really stepped up their game. It's going to be a tough environment at Arrowhead. What are your first thoughts about this matchup?
0: I think that the one thing we have to talk about right away is the fact that this is not a must-win game, right? So everybody obviously wants to win coming out of the bye week 100%. I don't want everybody to push the panic button if – the Eagles somehow lose this game. They are coming off of a bye week. They are coming off of some injuries. They are getting readjusted after a solid couple of weeks off. You know, I'd, I would have loved it if they had the Thursday night game this week coming off the bye week, but they didn't. I want to keep things in perspective. I think in Philadelphia, we do not do that nearly enough. And I want to make sure that like, if we win this game, that's going to be amazing. We are the best team in football. We all are already The best team in football, even if we lose to the chiefs, we're still the best team in football. And I want to make that very clear.
1: Yeah. And I think you, you really have to look at it when you look at the injury aspect and who's coming back and what players uh, that's, that's key. I think the, and the bye week fell at a perfect time. Uh, Of course, Jalen's knee banged up a little bit, got some rest there. You have cam Juergens had a lot of rest because they could have came off uh, the Dallas game. Uh, He's most likely going to be coming off IR, which is good. They activated the 21 day window with Justin Evans, which I think, is a player that a lot of people don't really, I think they kind of forget about him. He is your third safety. You know, I, I know, listen, I know we like Sidney Brown as a young player, but he's just not fully ready to be taking on really meaningful snaps. He's good on special teams here and there coming in. That's, that's okay. Justin Evans, he could play safety, could come down play slot corner. You have that Bradley Roby should be back. He did post, on his uh, Twitter, uh, I think after the Cowboys game that he'll be back. So that's another well,
0: and I think player. honestly, if we're talking about players coming back, there are there's one on each side. I think Cam Jurgens coming back. Jurgens is huge. Yeah, it is absolutely huge. You've seen the way we have run the ball over the last month, and it hasn't been good. So I'm not saying that um, they they didn't do a decent job replacing him. Um, it just isn't nearly as effective as Cam Jorgens being in the game. I think that him coming back and I think Roby coming back are too big for words because again, like you said, Sidney Brown is playing well. You know he's he's playing well for a rookie. but I don't want to see Eli Ricks and Mario Goodrich and all these guys who are rookies and should not be playing meaningful minutes on a competing Super Bowl title team. You know if, If When you look at a Super Bowl competing team, you want your veterans and maybe one or two key young players really stepping up. You don't want them all over your defense with a new defensive coordinator against teams that have weapons out the ears.
1: You know, and I think it's kind of tough when you look at the roster and the way it's structured is when the injuries happen, it's tough because you start getting into the depth aspect and you look at a player like Nicobe Dean, yes, I know he is hurt, and it really doesn't affect your linebacking core because Nick Morrow and Zach Cunningham has played a lot better. And, and he really already had kind of been rotated game. out
0: because of the injuries.
1: But I think the big thing about it is the depth aspect because Agreed. if one of those other guys go down, yes, Christian Ellis is back there, but he hasn't really played a whole heck of a lot. There's, there's a position where I expect them to... Now, they did look they, for... Well, that's,
0: that's what I was going to say. They bring in Anthony Barr for a workout. And I got very excited. I'm like, okay, they, they are addressing a position of need. And then very, very quickly, Anthony Barr got scooped up by the team that drafts him. And he stays right where he's going to be all along.
1: So yeah, he stays. And I I still think a veteran needs to be added again. You don't, you're not going to find all pro pro bowl level talent out on the street, but somebody depth depth and a veteran that's been there that knows basically what they're doing. And I think, you look at the practice squad. Yes, you have Ben Van Sumeren and Brandon Smith, two developmental guys. They're not guys that are going to step in in case of an injury. I think you need a depth. Same player. exact
0: thing. Young guys who I don't want to see playing meaningful minutes.
1: And again, I I do expect the Eagles to make some moves. Now there are some moves that need to be made in terms of is Goddard going to go on IR? What's going on with Calcaterra? What's of course, Nakobe Dean's probably going to hit on hit IR as well. But then does that give them? Is Justin Evans ready to? come off IR and play this week, or is he another week out? Um, See, here's and the, the thing that Cam bugs Juergens me
0: about the, the Goddard thing is, if you were going to put him on IR, you should have done it already.
1: Not necessarily, because the way the IR work is, is four games, not four weeks. So it didn't matter. Really? So week. the bye week doesn't count. The bye week does not count. So yeah. he would have, if he was put on last week, it would have been the same amount Still of four games, games. As he's put on this week. So that's I, what you're going to look for the next day. Or so I did um, not know that, Johnny. Thank you for teaching me. You're welcome. Uh I am here. I am a teacher. No, I'm not, but you're a teacher. I swear yeah, I switched that. That's yeah, the swap.
0: Um and I, I think that the the linebacker position is interesting and one to watch because the Dallas Cowboys have to make a move now with um Vander Esch done for the year.
1: Well, most likely and they're gonna probably
0: done for his career. And I think it's interesting the Dallas once again has a middle linebacker with neck problems.
1: Yeah, it's it's Allah Sean Lee, who is
0: a player that I would have loved in any other uniform other than Dallas. Yeah.
1: No, I I agree with you. And you know, for them, Van der Esch is a is a tough loss. They've they've done pretty well right now with Damone Clark and Marquise Bell. And they'll probably bring up, of course, a former Eagle for all of three days, Rashawn Evans. They'll probably bring him up to fifty-three. He'd be a player that I wouldn't mind. Eagles scooping back up and putting him on the 53, but I think Dallas has already, they're going to be bringing him up. So you're going to lose that. There is a veteran that Eagles do need to go and take a look at. There needs to be, you know, scour the practice squad, see if there's anybody out there because depth is big, is big and key. The Eagles made two huge acquisitions late last year in this to go on that stretch run. And it was Linval Joseph and Indomitian Sue. And they made those decisions to sign those guys because of a, a depth and whole issue with the run game with Jordan Davis coming back from high ankle sprain. He wasn't fully healthy. Tui Peloto going out for the season. They there was depth that was lost. And they needed to, you know, sign two players and they signed two veterans. So again, you could definitely see that happening again. They did add Noah Togiai to the practice squad. I think that's just an insurance policy to the practice squad. Uh just in case Calcaterra and andor Goddard, depending on how long they're out, you have a right. third tight end there. Um, and then they did sign uh, Lacidas Smith, a guard slash center, young guys drafted in 2022 by the Cardinals out of Virginia Tech, is a developmental guy on there. What was surprising was they did work out a veteran guard in, uh Andrew Norwell. So uh, maybe it's just something for the future in terms of if there's any more injuries, you can always go back on that. But there's right. a and lot I- of happenings. I'm and, just kind
0: of on a like a linebacker availability website. I don't know who's actually available, but it says like, you know, Christian Kirksey is still available.
1: I think he retired.
0: But there you go. He's he, Melvin Ingram. It says this guy's still available.
1: He's an edge rusher.
0: Uh, it says outside linebacker on here. Uh, Kyle Van Noy. He says is available. Hmm. You know, I there's
1: more of there are names, good but good
0: again, time. I think the big thing here is they need depth. You know who's available? Nate Geary. Yeah.
1: No, thank you. Come no, on, that's, don't a hard,
0: that's a hard pass, guys. Hard pass. Yeah,
1: don't don't be don't don't do that. But no, it it'll be interesting to see what they do. And of course, you know, looking at this game, I think one of the huge matchups in this game is seeing what this defensive line because the Chiefs' offensive line to me took a step back. Yeah, than it was last year. Yeah, Andrew Wiley wasn't the best right tackle, but they signed Juwan Taylor to this huge contract, and he struggled. Mm-hmm. And you got Hassan Reddick going up against you know, a player who has struggled and, you know, is known to call to come, you know, force some power, you know, take some penalties. And I think he's one of the most penalized um, offensive linemen in the NFL. So yeah. that is a big, well, we uh, saw that early play. in the
0: season when they had to revisit how to penalize the,
1: the kickstep rule. Yeah. yeah he because was on really him
0: alone, it was, I mean, how many eight or nine in the game?
1: Yeah, it was it was pretty bad. And I, I think another thing you look at their left tackle, Donovan Smith, he was with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for the longest time. Of course, they lost Orlando Brown to free agency, went to the Cincinnati Bengals. So yeah, you know, Donovan Smith is a serviceable player. He's not what he once was. But the interior of this Chiefs offensive line right. is one of the best. Um, you can't say that, you know, there's really no weakness in the inside. It's their tackles that are the weakness. Um, but you know, yeah, yeah and it's and it's
0: is, like Joe Tooney versus uh, uh, Jalen Carter is going to be a hell of a matchup.
1: Creed Humphrey versus Fletcher Humphrey Cox well. is going to be a hell of a matchup. Yeah. And you know, another thing is I looked at Jawan Haler 11 penalties first. So, which yeah. is a lot of penalties. Um, you know, <coughs> oh, I think, uh, I think you got sick from your little escapades uh, over the weekend. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just saying um, people can do research and uh, I can always send some pictures of what we saw, but uh, that's an, I didn't, <laughs> but no, I just look, and you can even look at it the other side of the ball because mm-hmm. it keeps defense. Yeah. They're not a lot of big name players, they do their job and they
0: scheme very well. I mean, that's the same thing with oh, the absolutely. Eagles. The Eagles have their big name players, just like the Chiefs do. And then they have players that do their damn job.
1: No, and it's see, that's that's the huge part when you look at a team like the Chiefs. They do their job, and you have a guy like Chris Jones, who is one of the best interior players in the NFL. Yep. And you know, the George Karloftis, one of their young. Edge rushers is really playing well. They got them in a good scheme. They figured it out, so they've got some good pieces on that defense. The one thing they like to play, they like to play a lot of man defense. So something like that could benefit the Eagles in terms of you know run. Hopefully they able to run the ball, but also with Jalen, if Jalen's healthy enough to be able to escape the pocket, and if there's nobody on him spying or anything along the lines of that, being able to get bigger gains, him be able to run the ball. And if that's the case, and they wind up switching and going to more of a zone, then it could open up for guys like Devante and Julio and AJ Brown to be able to do some more things. What I'm very interested to see what they, um, what they do in terms of scheme wise is with Dallas Goddard, not there. Yep. How do they work? Basically the plays they'd give him, do they give more to AJ? Do they bring in uh, two running backs and run, you know, gain well out, you know,
0: do they actually use Rashad Penny as the size back that he is?
1: It's gonna be interesting. It will be interesting to see what running backs are active.
0: I think that Adam's comment here we answered last week. So we had Clay Harbor on last week, and we we said that you know, can Julio Jones just play tight end? And Clay Harbor, again, former NFL tight end said it's not an interchangeable position. So no. they're gonna to have to game plan around the fact that uh Goddard is out. But I think that honestly, both offenses the game plan should be the same. Quick throws, keep your quarterback upright, one-two looks at most. We, we know that if the Eagles defense cannot get to Patrick Mahomes, it's going to be a very long day. The same can be said about Jalen Hurts. If the Chiefs defense doesn't get a chance to hit Jalen Hurts, he yeah. has got a plethora of weapons that he can get the ball too quick and they can make plays. I think both teams need to have a very similar game plan on offense, which is, one to two looks five steps five five step routes screen passes get the ball out of your quarterbacks hand as quick as possible
1: yeah especially in a in a tough environment uh, on a Monday night so I think mm-hmm. you know it did that is a really uh good keys there and it'd be interesting to see how much 11 personnel 12 personnel what do they do uh are we gonna see some Alberto are we gonna see him in the past I games? think you have to almost listen you have to you have to mix it up and of course it's going to be and maybe it was nice the bye fell because you know you're able to kind of scheme a little bit to kind of think of the ways you want to use this offense how you want to use Julio use him a little bit more how you want to use Kenny and DeAndre maybe Alberto gets more snaps do you play more 11 personnel do you play some 12 what do you do with Stoll? what do you like there's a lot of things that they're going to need to do uh, and to kind of uh, change it up with this offense with Goddard being out. But I think another thing that, you know, with the buy, I think that's really helpful is a player like Kevin Byard getting yeah, that extra, get week, him up to speed. Yes. Yeah, getting that extra week to be able <laughs> to, because communication is key. And we know that the communication in that secondary is huge because of the way they play zone defense, stuff like that. There needs to be a lot, a lot of communication and these guys need to be on the same page. So I think that's another big thing that was good to have is have Kevin Bayard to, you know, have that, have that extra week, that bye week And then now going back into this week, going into this Monday night showdown yeah, uh, to be able to get this, this guy back. And of course, like we mentioned, it's good to have Bradley Roby back uh, to be able to uh, man the slot. And, you know, we'll see with the guys on IR coming off like a Justin Evans. And, everything and, like and that.
0: let's let's I mean, let's call this as honest as it is. This is 100 percent a Super Bowl preview. There is so much parody in the NFL right now. Right. As you mentioned earlier, the Bills are not great. The Bengals are not great. The Broncos are now surging, even though they are not great. The Chiefs are good. The Ravens are good as long as Lamar Jackson plays good. The Browns occasionally are going to play okay. They actually might play better with Sean Watson now. There's so much parity in the AFC, and yet the Chiefs consider just they always find a way to win. In the NFC side, the Eagles have found ways to win. The only game they lost was a look ahead game. This is a Super Bowl preview. I would not be surprised if that's these two teams standing against each other in February for a rematch.
1: Yeah, the thing with the Chiefs are they're a seasoned team. They they know how to win. They just they're coming off of the Super Bowl. So and the way the Eagles play, it's like like you said, they find ways to win. And
0: because they are also a
1: season team. No, they they are a professional team. Listen, I I think when you look at this Eagles team, and a lot of a lot of stuff is made, and a lot of people are talking about the 2022 Eagles and how it's different than this year, and they're comparing, contrasting both teams, both squads. I just don't understand how. Why do we? Why do year. we have to do
0: that? We're not Dallas. We don't have to live in the past.
1: Well, I know, but I'm just saying. So, what I don't understand is people seem to forget the games. The Arizona game they won by three points. They didn't yep. play very well. You know, they came out to an early lead but and they then, won. But they won. You have the the Colts game. The Colts game was a game they should have lost. That was a terrible but game. They play, won, but they won. The Chicago Bears game, another one. You know, it, they had multiple game games. The, you know, the Giants game, the Giants oh, game man. that Jalen had to come and play at the end of the year. They didn't play well at all. So again, that's every season. I think. I right. think that's one thing you're not going to demolish every single team. It's tough to win a game in the NFL.
0: We have seen that yeah. over and over again this entire season. It is tough to win a
1: game in the NFL. It's it's about stacking W's. It's about keep winning and winning and winning, no matter how you win. Like you can you can be the, the 49ers and blow out the Jaguars, but they did lose three straight before that. So it's you like can
0: be the Patriots and win every single game and lose the Super Bowl to the Giants.
1: That is true. That is very, very when true. all is said
0: and done, it is about wins.
1: No, you're right. It is all about it's all about the wins. um that's how you move on in this in this league. and i you know, i'm seeing a lot of mvp talk and everything along the lines of that. of course, jalen is starting to get in that conversation again with what he's doing. and i believe i i, th- I think i mentioned it on last last podcast, but i had posted a basically what jalen's on pace for right and i thought it was interesting because when you look at the numbers that he's you know on pace to put up over forty four hundred passing yards 28 passing touchdowns over almost 600 rushing yards and 13 rushing touchdowns no quarterback has ever done that so not cam newton not lamar jackson randall vick none of these yep quarterbacks has ever done that and i think if You can even see if you can get to that 30 pass touchdown mark Mm -hmm. and over 10 rushing touchdowns. That is a class that I'm not sure you're going to really see.
0: So season ends today. Jalen hurts does not win the MVP. Who wins it? CJ Stroud for taking a team that was not supposed to win any games this year. And single handed
1: Uh, or very,
0: very few. They have a new coach. They had a new quarterback. They had real no name players and they've just been good. Um, And he's put up just ridiculous numbers. I mean, his best receivers like tank Dell, you know what I mean? So I think if the season ended today, it's CJ Stroud because of his body of work. He is the most valuable player to his team. You look at the Eagles. There are a lot of other players on the team and anyone can step up at any given moment. Even if Jalen hurts were to have a bad game. Now, do you still have more games this season? So I think that if Jalen cleans up the turnovers, the conversation changes. If he cleans up the and even though not all of them are his fault, he's got to clean up the turnovers. That's why Jameis Winston was never in the MVP conversation because, yes, he threw a stupid amount of touchdowns, but his interceptions kept him out of the conversation. I think you have to keep that in mind. The turnovers are what is breaking him. So the bigger conversation is, is there anybody besides A.J. Brown that should be offensive player of the year?
1: Possibly Tyreek Hill. Possibly Tyreek Hill has over 2,000 receiving yards. I think you can, you can still ha- have him in the conversation to give him that. Um, And your whole CJ Stroud thing. Listen, I-, I understand what he's doing. Everything they haven't played anybody. And when they did play someone, they lost. Agreed. But that's a situation where I'm not talking about wins. That is a
0: situation where one guy is putting up astronomical numbers practically by himself
1: you're not going to give it to a rookie. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. Um, it's just not going to happen. Listen, um,
0: I'm okay with what you're saying. I'm saying yeah. if the season were to end today, luckily it doesn't. We have a couple weeks left.
1: He would get some votes. Maybe he'd he be in the get top a lot of five conversation, but listen, I just, let me see him play some good competition, um, which he will. I, play I'd rather he didn't
0: because he's now my fantasy quarterback. And I know wow. Max is waiting for me to address the elephant in the room. I shan't until
1: we're ready. Well, the thing with them is they don't really have that tough a schedule. Maybe their toughest defense they play is the Jets, which, Which is a damn good defense. The fact that that
0: team is still in competition is absurd.
1: Yeah, well, they need a quarterback. But uh, that's for another show and another another realm that we don't talk about. But to wrap it up before we get to the predictions and get to the lack of locks, I want to bring up the whole Andy Reid, Nick Sirianni. Okay. And I feel like, like Eagles fans in general. Yep. Yes, you have this section in between uh, one rotten and one mm-hmm. sweet, but then got sour. Um, of course, I'm talking Chip Kelly and Doug Peterson. Uh-huh. Yep. I think the Eagles, you know, Andy Reid did such a hell of a job with them. Yes, Unfortunately, did. <laughs> didn't get them to that promised land. Didn't get them over the hump. Uh, so many tries and unfortunately, you know, didn't get there. And that was tough. Of course, as you know, you and I, you know, we're not the same age, but we're close enough. It was, it was tough childhood thing, you know, seeing those losses and it was was always a bridesmaid is never a bride. Uh, yeah, exactly. And unfortunately I think the way everything ended for Andy was was the right time. It was the right time though. It was the right time. He had lost
0: lost the locker room. He had run his course. It was the right move. And you saw how quickly he got scooped up, which reinvigorated his career. Look, for me, Andy Reid is still the greatest coach in Eagles history. Until somebody passes his wins record and has the same accolades and NFC Championship appearances and then wins a Super Bowl. He's the best coach in, in Eagles history, which is great. He's on his pace to be the best coach in Chiefs history. And both things can be true. But I am now done wishing the best for andy reed i am now done wishing the worst on andy reed it's just i'm not spending my time there because i think when we had chip kelly we missed our ex-girlfriend i think when we had doug peterson it's like we got the the walmart version of our ex-girlfriend nick sirianni
1: is gucci he is gucci baby listen i think it's time The Eagles are winless against Andy Reid. It's time to get that win. It's time. And they can put
0: his name up in, in in our, in our circle, you know, right up here when he's all said and done and he can be retired as the, as the chiefs greatest coach. That's fine. But the, the links at the link need to be severed.
1: Yeah. Listen, I'm just like,
0: see that little wordplay there. Yeah. I I saw, I saw it up.
1: That's pretty good. Um, But no, I just, you can't, you can't compare the two guys, but it's, those two guys have respect for each other. And I think Nick Sirianni, I think it's, I absolutely love everything that you see with Nick Sirianni, what he does, what he brings to the table, what he brings to the team, the chemistry, the locker room, everything that he does. It's awesome to see, because when you look at that off season and the Eagles were going,
0: Oh God, I remember on this show going, "Who, who the hell is this guy?
1: Yeah. And Listen, you had, of course, Josh McDaniels and Arthur Smith. Wow. And Talk about Stella.
0: another guy who is getting paid to not coach in the NFL.
1: Listen, luckily, Nick Sirianni was able to really put push his point to Howie and Jeff and able to get him. And then, of course, he had the whole flower story. And Whatever. people were like, this guy the doesn't know what he's going to be out. It out. And people wanted him fired after his first five games and all that stuff. It has been absolutely great to see, and I'm absolutely loving it. And I think, I think Nick Sirianni has one of the best road records. As well. I think he has the best road record uh, the last couple of seasons. I think so, so too. Listen, they, he does such a great job, and I'm excited to see the second half of this season, where this team goes, what they do, uh, how they improve themselves. And I think it's time to get into the predictions and the wonderful time and the great you locks because you know that's what we're here for it's time for the like locks of the week who's your lock and last week we all came up with duds uh, clay had the jags covering three-point spread versus san fran well that sure as hell did not <laughs> happen uh, you had fire Bill Belichick. New England fires him. There's a lot uh, of
0: talk about it. I'll tell you what.
1: Listen, you you mentioned coaches running their course like Andy did. I think Belichick this is, 100% runs his course. This is the run its course. Everything. And, and now English they are straight out. up
0: just letting him finish out the season the same way they let Andy ride out his season simply because yep. of all he's accomplished.
1: Yep. Which, listen, he's probably going to get let go, but just not yet. So that will be a mutual.
0: Loss. It'll be you a mutual are now,
1: you are still the New York Giants at two and eight. Love um, it. I had Bajin two touchdowns in a win. Well, didn't have any touchdowns. They did win, but it's still a loss. So I'm five and five. Oh. So it brings us to week eleven, and we will start with you, Chip. What is Up. your you look a lot? I'm gonna go.
0: Jalen Hurts has more all-purpose yards, whether that's passing and rushing, than Patrick Mahomes.
1: All-purpose yards than Mahomes. I am going. Taylor Swift will be there, of course, and she will be wearing Chiefs gear and cheering for the Chiefs.
0: But I couldn't do the thing with the the Jets and the Giants and MetLife.
1: No, because listen, you just the took an easy the- one.
0: I at least put thought into mine.
1: I did put thought. You want me to give two of them for you?
0: No, but I I, 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 I will. Ta- I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. You will. Because I'm behind, let's let's play double and nothing. If right,
1: what's double? go ahead.
0: If she breaks out the Mama Kelsey jersey, which is a split Chiefs and Eagles jersey, okay, then you lose double.
1: Well, she's probably going to because that ah. Make your easy pick worth it, dude. Listen. It's not an easy pick because if you're a real fan, that, well, we'll see. I don't know. She's splitting her
0: allegiance. Now, the game is in Kansas City, so she can get away with it. She would have to split it if she was here. I agree.
1: <sighs> well, we'll talk about
0: it. T- Tila Swift in the corner over here says that uh, she has to split it anyway.
1: Gang, gang. Can I say this? No. Taylor Swift's music is terrible. I like old Tay-Tay. I think it's terrible. I like country Tay-Tay. Yeah. Sorry. Awful. I'm going to keep saying it, too. So no, gets gives us to the prediction portion of this show. Before we wrap it up, I'm okay. going to start it off, since I let Chip, you start the uleka let you ponder your thoughts, um, clear your throat a little bit, it's gonna be a tough game, um, you know. Monday night, Eagles had the buy. Of course, Andy Reid is at the buy. Andy Reid is twenty-one and three. Yep. And Nick Sirianni, I believe, is two and one. Um, he's won his last two off the buy after getting some advice from Andy Reid. Mm. Which means getting the advice from Andy Reid is going to backfire for Andy Reid because the Eagles are going to come into Arrowhead. It's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a field goal game. Jake Elliott is going to come through with a 47-yard game-winning field goal. And the Eagles will take it 27-24. to
0: Okay. So, because I've just been wrong a lot of the ways, I'm going to trust the weather. In Kansas City on Monday night, there is a chance of rain, mostly cloudy, with a high near 49. So, the weather... Should what not the play a factor.
1: The, weather? the weather's wrong all the time.
0: So the weather should not play a factor. And because of that, I think it will be a very high-scoring affair. And I think I have the Eagles winning
1: 38-31. Man, you don't think the Chiefs defense will be able to contain this Eagles offense. Should be fun. But with that, and of course Adam's saying... Uh, Eagles Adam is usually pretty accurate, which is score,
0: funny. of
1: <laughs> versus the super bowl, but no, it should be fun. We'll see. Like Adam has like a time machine somewhere. You know what? He may. And if he does, I'd like some lottery numbers. Uh, so yeah, we can, please, you know, <laughs> yeah, please. Right. But no, of course, unfortunately we have a Sunday list football, mm. um, slate with, you know, just have it. This, just enjoy the games. Maybe we we'll see some upsets. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, there's always seem to be upsets every week. Of, at least we get a good Thursday night game with the and the Baltimore Ravens, so that should at least be pretty good. Um, the Sunday night game isn't very good, but again, the Broncos Vikings. Um, Apparently, had, now had, it's a good game. Well, we'll see. Maybe it's a pretty good game, but you know, we'll see what happens this weekend. It should be fun. Again, Eagles Chiefs Monday night. Let's go. Birds. Go Birds! This is Matt Ware. Hey, for all the Eagle content you need, go follow All About the Birds. They do a damn thing. Check them out. Hey, Eagles fans. I may be in Tampa, but I know where to find the best Eagles content out there. Check out my friends at All About the Birds.
0: Philadelphia, what's up? This is your boy, Freddie Mitchell, a.k.a. Fred X. It's
1: All About the Birds. All birds, all the time. All Birds all the
0: time. All About the Birds provides you with weekly analysis,
1: game recaps, informative interviews, and it's All Birds all the time.